Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of 65 and Counting. This week, I'm having David Edge come back on the show to read you April's edition of the American Retirement Advisor newsletter. That's right, you're gonna hear that success story of the month, the Medicare moment, a special article from David Schaefer, and you'll get some health tips. So without any further delay, let's cue up the intro and then we'll jump right into Mr. Edge reading the newsletter. Hello, happy people, and welcome back to another episode of 65 and Counting. I'm your host, Adam Fry. I'm a certified Medicare planner, and I'm here to ask the important questions that you want answered by industry professionals. This show is for everyone and anyone coming up on that important milestone of 65 years old. That means retirement, it means Medicare eligibility, or it means that you're just plain interested in the world of retirement planning. Whatever it is, on this show, you'll hear from the people that know it best. Hi folks, welcome to the reading of the American Retirement Advisor newsletter from, for April, 2021. This is volume 21, issue four. And on the front page, we have an article by David P. Schaefer. How to get to a yes. I like happy stories. The ones where the hero or heroine wins the day. The kind of stories that make you feel good or make you think. I can do that too. Giving clients a yes answer gives me the same feel-good feelings those stories. We are in the yes business. This is contrary to the majority of what other folks experience in many business establishments these days. Do you have this shirt in blue? No. Can you make this without raw onion? No. Can I receive this in time for my wife's birthday next week? No. How about at work? You work long and hard on a proposal or product idea only to get a no after presenting it. Even the voice in your head changes sides when you want another helping of ice cream. The voice in my head says yes, but that's a whole nother story. Personally, I really don't like to hear the no word. It implies that you've given up. You won't or don't have time to even find a solution for me. My needs are not important to you. As we grew up, we heard the word no a lot from our parents, mostly because they were protecting us from something. And sometimes that no was final. Then when we gathered enough courage to ask why, we were again shut down with because I said so. Speaking of parenting, I took a different approach with my kids. My deal with them was if they could create a compelling argument discussion, they would win. Even if what they won was not in their best interest, I wanted to create opportunity and potential, not control. I think my approach played out positively. Both my kids graduated college. In fact, one is now my boss and the other is a, body, a budding entrepreneur. So how do you get to a yes? The smarty pants answer is to add a K and a W to the word N-O and transform it into K-N-O-W. Need more? Well, consider this. Most of the time, the word no is a blocker or a time saver. Folks need to know why yes a more, is a more appropriate answer. Sometimes just a few minutes in a little give and take conversation is all that's needed for a favorable outcome for both sides. I'm proud that my theory of listening and treating folks with respect was the correct approach to raising my kids. Can I have a dental and vision covered with my insurance? We say, yes, you can. And these are the way to take care of your concerns. We respect your questions, and it's our pleasure to help because you wouldn't ask if a solution wasn't important. 
So my approach even works for clients and colleagues. Yes, imagine that. Okay, Everything Old is New Again, on the front page by David Edge. As we spring into April, it's always great to see all the old plants that are dead and brown come back to life each spring and all the small green shoots that eventually start growing and filling out our bushes and trees. All those plants that you thought were dead were actually wick. Wick, yep, it's essentially Old English re related to the word quicken, come back to life. If you're a Broadway musical fan, you'll remember in the musical Secret Garden, the song with the words, if a thing is wick, it'll grow. This old is new again cycle never changes. I had an experience recently with a young customer service representative who thought they had come up with a no new novel idea for customer service. As they explained their idea, it became clear that it was a recycled Zig Ziglar from the 70s and 80s I'd heard long ago. I checked my library and I found the Ziegler book I'd had for years and handed it to him to read. A week later, they returned the book and thought it was fascinating. I see this pattern happen over and over again. It always appears to me that people who do not have experience and or knowledge, or in their case that these two items were limited for whatever reason, have these new thoughts. While we see technological advances in our everyday lives, it's not often we see something entirely original. Most times it's just an improvement. How many times do we see a new movie that's just a recycled one with different actors? Now, the writers tried to update the old movie with a few new twists, and while it might be a novelty, it was not original. Philosopher Marcus Aurelius wrote, They that come after us will see nothing new, and they who went before us saw nothing more than we have seen. Methods are many, principles are few, methods always change, principles never do. This adage has been around a long time. Principles are severely lacking in our current government, no matter which side of the aisle you sit on. One more time, the American people were made the same old tired promises. Once again, someone was elected and did the exact opposite of what they promised. I, for one, think it's time for something new and original. So in the meantime, stop watching the news, get out and enjoy the weather, birds singing, and all the new blooming and green growth in April. Enjoy spring. Okay, our safety and health article this month by Sharon Colbert Groves is, Got my COVID shot, now what? You may feel you've won the lottery if you've received your first or second shot. As of mid-March, nearly 40 million Americans have received at least one dose. However, there are things to know about life after the vaccine. It may look a lot like it did before the vaccine. According to the CDC, you may experience some side effects. These could include in the injection site pain. Gently massaging that area before going to bed helps a lot. There could be swelling and redness at the injection area are commonly experienced after the first dose. After the second dose, side effects included headaches, fatigue, chills, and muscle pain. These usually last only two to three days afterward. This is a sign that the vaccine is working. The flu's vaccine typically produces these same side effects as well. The CDC still recommends we keep wearing a mask after we've received the vaccine, as well as social distancing and frequently washing our hands. This is because even after being fully vaccinated, we're not off the hook. Why not, you may ask. Madeira and Pfizer provide up to 95% effectiveness after both doses, but remember, everyone's immune system is different. 
Scientists believe the Pfizer vaccine reaches its full effectiveness seven days after the second dose. Madera takes about 14 days. The vaccines do not shield you from the virus. It teaches your body to fight the virus and keeps you from becoming chronically sick. The CDC says we can still be asymptomatic but spread it to others. There are no reports that tell us how long the immunity lasts after our vaccine. We just don't know and it can still evolve. There is a possibility we all may need boosters from time to time. But then again, that's what happens every year when we get our annual flu shots. Anyone flying? Most of us have been grounded since last March. Many are eager to resume air travel for various reasons. Doctors are still suggesting people wait a few weeks after vaccination before getting on a plane. If you fly out of the country, a recent COVID-19 test is required before returning to the U.S. You'll have to show test results, which shouldn't be more than three days old, before boarding. This mandate applies to both vaccinated and unvaccinated travelers, and quarantining is still necessary because scientists think you may be able to spread COVID-19 even if you've been vaccinated. Proof of vaccination may eventually be required by some airlines, so if you're vaccinated, make sure you keep your vaccination card in a safe place. The world seems to have more hope now that with all these precautions and more people getting vaccinated, the virus should be less communicable and less likely to spread. So until the next time, stay safe and be well and take care. Thanks, Sharon. That was very informative. Why Am I Me? The Small Stuff by David Edge. Do you find that we seem to be getting aggravated more and more often these days? The current lingo is that you're triggered. It also seems that common sense is in very short supply. But how you handle getting annoyed or angry makes you, you. As I was sitting in traffic the other day, I'm sure I wasn't the only one getting annoyed wondering what was taking so long. As the traffic inched forward and I finally saw that the problem was just another wreck between two drivers. As I continued home from work, I had to stop and pick up a prescription refill for my charming bride. There was only one car ahead of me in the drive through lane and I initially thought, what luck? As I sat there waiting, one minute turned into five, then ten, and then after almost twenty minutes, the same car had not moved. What could possibly be taking so long? I was getting annoyed one more time and thought, I should have just went inside. But my annoyance wasn't going to end anytime soon. As I made my way home, there was another block. Road construction had entirely blocked off my street entrance and I had to drive around the block for an alternate way to get in. Why couldn't the street workers at least have posted a sign at the last intersection as a notification of the detour? As we entered our home, as I entered my home, my wife saw I was in an agitated state and asked out loud, what was the matter? As I relayed my drive home experience, she was very calm and let me vent so that I could get it out of my system. I never try to bring uh, work home from the office and leave it at the door before I come in. But today, these delays. She sweetly smiled and said a familiar thing. Don't sweat the small stuff. She then reiterated my drive home from a different perspective. You weren't involved in an accident, were you? Thank goodness we have a neighborhood pharmacy and you don't have to drive 30, 40 miles to a drugstore. And at least you have a job to come home from. Looking at my drive home from her perspective suddenly didn't sound so bad. I then remembered a line from the book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, that said, Anything that happens in our lives has the potential to be as big or as small as we decide to make it. 
We forget that life isn't as bad as we're making it out to be. We also forget that when we're blowing things out of proportion, we're the ones doing the blowing. How you handle stuff, big or small, makes you, you. Our Financial Tip of the Month by Mark Fry. Hi all. So, I'm asked the same Social Security questions all the time. So I thought I would share answers to some of the most asked questions from our clients. Question. How much do I have to earn to stop contributing to Social Security in a single year as an individual? Answer. $142,800 in 2021. Question. How much am I allowed to earn at work before I reach my full retirement age and not be penalized? Answer, for 2021, that limit is $18,960. In the year you reach full retirement, Social Security will deduct $1 in benefits for every two you earn above a different limit. Question, what is the required minimum distribution amount you must begin taking out of my IRA or 401k? Answer, if you became 70 and a half prior to 2019, you must take out in the year you turned 70 and a half at 3.65% of the December 31st previous year balance of all your retirement accounts. If you did not turn 70 and a half prior to 2019, you must begin taking distributions from your retirement accounts by age 72. That distribution must be 3.91% of the December 31st previous year balance of all your retirement accounts. Question. I heard that I can request from Social Security a lump sum check when I start my benefits. Answer. Yes, they can backdate your benefits and provide up to a six months in a lump sum payment. If you have more questions that you would like answered, please feel free to take advantage of our online Social Security workshop offered once a month. The dates are on the back of this newsletter. Need answers quicker and don't want to sit on hold with the Social Security office for two hours? Just call and schedule an appointment with one of our advisors. Of course, there is no charge. Medicare at Work, Making Medicare Guidance and Transition 123 Easy at Work by Laura Lee Drummond. April is the perfect time to begin readying garden areas for new blooms and plantings. With proper timing and preparation, you will have hardy blooms or crops by the summer. Should you be thinking about retiring by summer, our certified Medicare planners would like to meet with you now to help you begin preparing for your transition. Timing is important here too. Many people plan for retirement without realizing that planning their health care transition to Medicare needs to be included in their overall plan to initiate their retirement successfully. Where will you retire? Will your retirement plan include travel? Do you have a chronic medical condition to manage? Is keeping your current doctor important to your care? Do you need help finding a prescription drug plan to manage cost? Do you need a plan that covers some dental and vision benefits? Or, how about continuing your Mayo Care relationship? Our team can help you review your current group plan cost and coverage and show you how Medicare plans to transition to so that you can continue coverage similar to your group plan. We can show you all the carrier's plans in your area and help you create a glide path. Do you know of a human resource professional who would enjoy the partnership of a team of Medicare transition specialists to help their retiring employees? How about sharing their contact information with me? We're here to help guide employees and employers in clearing up the confusion of Medicare. Try Laura at clicktma.com. 
We have our Medicare Moment by Tammy Simler this month. Medicare's dirty little insolvency secret that no one is talking about. The projection is that Medicare is set to become insolvent at some point between 2024 and 2026. No one's talking about that, not even the White House. There are currently 62.8 million Americans that depend on Medicare to cover their health care costs. Medicare Part A benefits are paid by the Medicare Hospital Insurance Trust Fund, which is mostly funded by payroll taxes. Medicare Part B and D's funding comes from monthly premiums you pay and some general tax revenue. The trust fund suffered a severe blow due to COVID-19. With so many Americans out of work due to the pandemic, payroll tax revenue dropped significantly. On top of that, the CARES Act zapped $60 billion from the fund to help hospitals during the pandemic. The Part A trust fund is in real danger of becoming insolvent in the near future if measures are not taken to stop the bleeding and increase the funding. This isn't the first time in history that the trust fund has been in danger of running out of money. It has been an ongoing battle since Medicare began in 1965. Legislative and regulatory changes have ensured that the fund has never actually been diminished. Several Medicare analysts, even those outside of our government like the Commonwealth Fund, have created proposals to fix the problem. The bottom line is that we need an additional $700 billion to fund it through 2036. Some of the proposals include raising Medicare payroll taxes gradually over the next 10 years from 1.45% to 1.95% for both employers and employees. Raising the Affordable Care Act high-income taxpayer tax from 3.8% to 4% and redirecting monies from the net investment income tax into Part A trust fund instead of it continuing to go into the government's general account. Other proposals include spending cuts, such as allowing Medicare to negotiate lower drug pricing with Big Pharma, something they aren't allowed to do now, as well as addressing overpayments to Medicare Advantage plans. What does insolvency mean to you? It means that the trust fund will only be able to pay about 90% of Part A bills and bills would be paid late. It also means that hospitals and physicians may also receive lower payments, which could limit access to services for Medicare beneficiaries. President Biden did not address this during his campaign, and he has not addressed it since he took office. Experts say this is the closest we have come to the trust fund being empty. Why this isn't being talked about by the White House is unknown, but what we know for sure is something has to be done, and it has to be done soon. My advice? Start talking about it. Call your senators and your representatives and demand that this become a conversation. My Nana always said, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Thank you, Tammy. That was a great article this month. The success story of the month by David Edge. Dad, Christine was an only child, and now that her dad was getting on in years, she wanted him to move closer to her and the grandkids. In fact, they had a bedroom with its own bathroom and closet at their new home, which is one reason why she and her husband bought the house. This room would be for Dad. Dad was delighted to move and be closer to the kids and great-grandkids who adored their pops. He loved spending time with them, teaching them long-forgotten board games. Christine's other main concern was health care for Dad as she played the what-if game in her head. At 87, he wasn't getting any younger, even though currently he was in good health at his age. 
She had just turned 65 and had gone through the process of getting Medicare and researching plans. She knew exactly who to call for help in researching a health plan for dad, American Retirement Advisors. As I answered her call, I asked the same question I do several times a day. How can we help? After explaining her situation, she volunteered dad's prescription medications and what health care concerns she had. At 87 years old, a Medicare supplement would be awfully expensive, so she asked for help in selecting an all-inclusive Medicare Advantage plan. In seeing her address, we immediately saw that there was an Advantage plan that offered multiple medical services all in one place that was literally a few blocks away. Plan convenience included a primary care doctor, specialist, optical, hearing, urgent care, and even a drugstore in the lobby to fill prescriptions on the way out if the doctor wrote dad a new script. Not only that, the plan offered dental and a $200 allowance toward new glasses each year. The plan also included an allowance toward hearing aids. All of the local hospitals were on the plan's network. Christine was pleased that she was able to find the exact answer for a health plan for dad in one phone call. You made this so easy, she exclaimed. The Advantage plan also covered the six maintenance medications that Dad took daily, and they all had zero copays. As we were ending the call, I could hear the kids in the background laughing about the new board game Pops had taught them, Chinese checkers. As I hung up the phone, I tried to remember the last time I played that game myself. Got a question? Call us. We can help. Wow! What a great episode. Once again, I love hearing Mr. Edge read that newsletter. So as always, there's going to be links in the description of the episode on where you can find us, how you can contact me or sign up for a workshop or anything like that. But you don't forget to like this video, share it with all your friends and follow our page. But most importantly, have a great week.